Hey listeners, perhaps you've often wondered about the best place to market your business, or maybe you've been thinking about podcasting and could it be right for you? Well, it can be a huge marketing strategy to increase your reach and build your authority. But what I've heard from so many experts like accountants, financial advisors, real estate investors, etc., is they often think that hosting their own podcast is too big a commitment. Now, if that's what you've been thinking, then this episode might be just the information you're looking for. Welcome listeners. This is the Work Less, Profit More podcast for accountants, lawyers, financial advisors, and other expert professionals. I'm your host, Diana Lidstone, business strategist, marketing catalyst, known for my straight talk, no BS, and simple strategies that bring my clients more joy, profit, and freedom. Now, for those of you who haven't heard, my own journey into podcast hosting perhaps wasn't typical. In November 2019, I hosted my last live event, and then the pandemic hit. And during the early parts of the pandemic, my friend Carl Richards, host of Podcast Solutions Made Simple, kept poking me and encouraging me to start a podcast. But in my mind, I kept saying, oh my God, it's too much work. You know, the tech is too complicated. For me, it was just too overwhelming. Months went by. And maybe if you talk to Carl, maybe it was even a year or so. But I soon realized I was asking myself the wrong question. You see, I kept asking, how was I going to get all this work done? For those of you who know me, that's an employee mindset, not a CEO mindset. I should have been asking who was going to help me get the work done. So I totally understand if you're listening to this and you're wondering, oh my God, how can I add one more thing to your plate? Then I emphasize. You see, because I realize that even if you're not ready to jump into the world of podcast hosting, I strongly suggest that being a guest on a podcast is a great way to start. And that's why I'm thrilled today to have my special guest with me, Joe Matz. Welcome aboard, Joe. Hi, Diana. Thank you for having me on your show. It's great to have you here. Joe and I met at a networking event or networking, I guess, community would be the best way to explain it. And recently together, we helped facilitate a podcasting subgroup of this networking called Grand Podcasters. Now, Joe works with knowledge-based solopreneurs, small businesses, and executives who want to reach their business summit. He helps them close their knowledge gap so they can build a profitable signature program and monetizing roadmap that is aligned with their dreams and revenue goals. He is also the host of the podcast, The Entrepreneur's Journey. So The Entrepreneur's Journey, it sounds very intriguing, Joe. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, that is my podcast, Entrepreneur Journeys, and we talk about the journey of entrepreneurship. So most of my episodes are interview episodes, and I do some solo episodes also. It is fascinating to talk with people about their journey and how it began and the trials and tribulations encountered along the way and how they solve those problems. So it's inspiring to new and seasoned entrepreneurs to hear stories of other folks who have overcome challenges and have a successful business today. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's no lack of guests, possibilities for your show because, you know, all entrepreneurs have pretty much a unique journey for sure, right? Yes, that's right. That's what makes it so interesting and why I just love doing the show. 
So I want to get into today's topic about really, you know, raising our own visibility and authority by being either a podcast host or a podcast guest. But what was your journey, your origin journey into podcasting? How did you get started? So this started almost two and a half years ago today. I had a conversation on Zoom with a good friend and colleague here in the Raleigh area. And it was such a good conversation. You know, I thought we should share this conversation with the world. We were talking about confidence and mindset. And she agreed. And the next week we recorded it and I put it on social media. It was a short conversation. I put it on social media. I put it on YouTube. And I thought of other folks who maybe could talk with me. We could have a conversation together and we could share those conversations. And that's really how it started. I was just on social media and YouTube, none of the podcast apps for the first 40 episodes even. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, it it just started very organically and it grew from there. So you started with, and I'm guessing were most of your episodes when you first started, were they interview style? Yes, they were. Yes, absolutely. And I really didn't understand much about the podcasting world. I just knew that I was having interesting conversations that would be valuable to others. And I kept the conversations in the beginning, the entire episode to 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And the reason I did that was because I posted the entire episode on social media and there was a limit on LinkedIn at the time of 10 minutes. And that continued for about 40 episodes. And then I decided, you know, 10 minutes really seems rushed. We couldn't get deep into a lot of topics. So I changed the format, got on a podcast hosting platform. And wow, that was almost a year ago. There you go. There you go. So I think the important takeaway here is that for you, for me, and I think for most podcast hosts, our journey, you know, into it evolves. It's ever changing right? Because I know for me, I started at the pushing, if you will, of my friend Carl, and I had never, ever listened to a podcast. There, I said it. (laughs) So I was starting really blind. And, you know, they say your first 10 episodes, you know, if you're not ashamed of them, then, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you're not growing, you're not evolving. <laughs> yeah, not exactly, exactly. But I know for so many people, they think that podcast hosting is a big, overwhelming thing. And I did it first too. And, you know, maybe they're not in a position to hire out somebody to do the editing and the production and that type of thing. So let's talk about podcast guesting. Yeah, so podcast guesting is a whole lot easier than podcast hosting. Mm-hmm. And it is a fantastic way to expand your reach and get in front of new audiences and build your business. And that's what most podcast guests have as a goal is to get in front of new audiences and build their business. And by podcast guesting, you don't have to worry about the post-production. You don't have to worry about where the platforms are going to be and putting it up on social media and editing and making show notes. You should prepare for it, right? It's not a no prep kind of situation because you want to get the best ROI for your time invested in podcast guesting. For sure, for sure. And, you know, who is a good candidate for a guest in general? In general, if I could just simplify this into one line, 
Podcast guesting is applicable to folks who want to grow their business and they want to do that through meeting new audiences, gaining new potential clients. Yeah. So really kind of anybody that wants to grow their business and is an expert in some manner. Would you say that? Right. They yeah. should have something to say yeah. that if it's unique and different, that's even better or a new way of explaining what they do. And it's not just for business owners. Mm-mm. Real estate agents, marketers, folks responsible for bringing people into a restaurant, for example, can get on local podcasts and promote that restaurant. They don't need to be a business owner. Yeah. If their business thrives or their employer where they're employed and they want that job and that business to keep going is dependent on bringing in new people and gaining clients, podcast guesting is one way to do that very effectively. Yeah, I totally agree. And if I'm not mistaken, you have some steps to follow, maybe even a checklist that you can hand out or that the listeners can download. And, you know, some very simple steps, because I'd like to leave people with some action steps. So how about we get back to that in just a minute? Are you an overworked expert or business owner? Kind of feeling like a firefighter putting out fires constantly? Or maybe you feel like a juggler with all the balls in the air. Wish you had more hours in your week to work on projects or maybe even just to breathe. Then head over to episodes 86 through 90 in this podcast for my free Ultimate Focus and Freedom Masterclass designed to help you free up 10 hours a week or more without hiring a new team member. Oh, by the way, there's also a workbook that goes along with this. And you can find it at www.dianalidstone.com slash take notes. Okay, Joe, let's get back to the best way that people can become a great podcast guest. Because we just don't want any old podcast guest. We want great podcast guests. That's right. So this will not come as a surprise to you, Diana, at this point. It may have years ago before you started, but listen to podcasts. That's the first thing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Listen to podcasts in your niche area. Listen to podcasts where your target market would be listening to those podcasts. So that's the first thing. And you want to be up on what's happening in the podcast world in your niche market. So find those podcasts. How do you find those podcasts? Search for the podcast. Now you can search on YouTube. You can search on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or just Google or any search engine that you use. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was talking to someone the other day and they said, oh, what podcasts have you been on? And I went, you know, I have a list of them, but I just went to my phone and I went to the podcast app and in the search bar, I typed my name and poof, up they came. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And now what do you want to search when you're at one of these search engines? You want to search keywords in your niche market. You want to search terms that your ideal clients might be searching. And you want to search thought leaders in your industry. And you can do it with their name if you're using Google, for example. You can put their name in there. And then after their name, here's the secret, put podcast. Yeah, it works really well. And that will show, you know, usually what you'll get if the folks have been on podcasts, you'll get a list of podcasts that they've been on. And you can listen to that and see what they're doing, see who they're talking to, how they're talking, and what podcast they're on, because those are potential podcasts that you yourself can be on. 
The other thing I think is too, if you know who your direct competitors are, for instance, you know, in the search bar, you could type their name and see what podcasts they've been on. Exactly. Yeah. Now you can search your direct competitors. You can also search folks who are associated, let's say outside that tight circle with your industry. For example, if you are a nutrition expert, you might want to talk with people who are interested in health. So why not look at exercise mm-hmm. podcasts? It's not really cross promotion, but kind of, right? It's it, it a is field. Right. Related. Okay. So listen to podcasts, research podcasts in your niche. What would be something else after that? So once you find those podcasts and you want to approach the host of the podcast, and I would say in most cases, you want to start small. The guest that you're going to be on your first guesting opportunity is not going to be the same guest yourself that shows up after number 10, for example, after your 10th interview. And there's an advantage here. It's easier to get on the smaller podcasts because they're looking for guests. And if you make a mistake or it's not what you would consider up to your optimum performance, not many people are going to be listening to it, right? So don't go spending any money. Don't go approaching the podcast that has 10 million listeners. You're not going to get on it. You're not going to get on it anyway, probably, right? Start easy, start small, and you'll get to see if it's for you and if it makes sense to continue. If you're not used to speaking in public or this is new and intimidating for you, there are groups you can join Mm -hmm. that will help you with that. Toastmasters being one of them, great for beginning speakers and for getting out of your shell and speaking. I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. So now you find the podcast you want to be on. Mm-hmm. You've identified the host. Now, what do you do? Well, listen to the podcast. They may have set questions that they ask every guest. You'll want to know that so you can answer effectively and prepare a little. You want to nail down your story, and your story will come out in different ways on different podcasts because you don't want to sound like a robot. You want to be present in the moment. So, have the key points. Have your key talking points, maybe some 30-second snippets if you want, and just go with the flow when you're on the podcast. And you can practice, you can listen to podcasts and pretend that you're the guest. So when they ask a question, pretend that you're the guest. And how would you answer that question? Great tip. Yeah, good. Okay, so we're up to number four. Listen to their podcast, listen to the host podcast. What would be another You want to also prepare to leave the audience with something, something easy. And I know you love this, Diana. You don't want to leave the audience with, um, come to my webinar. It's only $286 starting tomorrow. (laughs) No, you want to have a free download, maybe invite them to a group, to your community, invite them to a networking event, perhaps. But the best thing you can do is have something that folks can download. And that's what most people will have the most success with because it takes very little commitment on the listener to go to a page put in their first name and their email address, and you can send them whatever download that might be. And that's the first step. Yeah. So you want to have a call to action. If we were to categorize this under a big topic, it would be have an effective, easy to say yes to call to action. Perfect. Perfect. Next. Now you're ready to contact the host and pitch yourself as a podcast guest. 
Usually, you'll find a way to do that. If they're looking for guests, there might be something on their webpage. They might have it in their show notes. They might have it on their LinkedIn profile where you can find their email address and send them an email with the pitch. You want to have a good pitch. And what should the pitch include? It might go something like this. Hi, Diane. I listened to your show and I loved episode number 72 where you talked about et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I used that. It helped me. I shared that with my brother who has a business, whatever your compliment to the show host might be. And you let them know that you've listened to their show. Awesome. Then you promote the value that you bring. This has to be a win, win, win situation. So the host has to win. The audience has to win and you need to win. So what is the host interested in? Host is interested in providing value to their audience. So talk about the value that you bring to the audience. That brings value to the host and brings value to the audience. Here's a tip. Talk about how you will promote the episode. Mm -hmm. When I'm a guest on your episode, I will promote it to my 8,000 LinkedIn followers, my 25,000 Instagram followers, put it on my email list to you know however many people that is. And if the number's too small, just don't yeah. use the number. No, exactly. <laughs> cool. All right, next steps. So you're ready to contact, so you pitch. You pitch and you're accepted and they say, yeah, Joe, hey, we'd love to have you on the show. Now prepare for that interview as if you were preparing for an interview or as if you were preparing for a speech in front of 300 of your ideal clients. You wouldn't just go to that, you know, rushing out of lunch and just barely able to brush your teeth. And then you have to throw your hair together and something on, you don't, you know, it wasn't planned. You just throw whatever's on closest in the closet and, and you go stand up on stage. You wouldn't do that. A podcast, you could be talking to 10 people or 10,000 people mm -hmm. today when the episode is published or three years, four years from now. Exactly. So prepare for that interview as if it were a big event, because it is a big event. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And do you suggest like, and maybe you're going to talk about this, creating like a podcast one sheet or questions that you suggest the host ask you or topics, any of those things that yeah, you- Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Although podcast guesting is simpler than being a host, there are many subtleties to it. And this is one. And, you know, I forgot to mention this. Well, if you download my free offer here, it's a free PDF. It has that in there. Yeah. You want to have some kind of a media sheet or a podcaster or speakers one sheet. And on that sheet, you have your bio written in third person. Everything is pretty short. Mm -hmm. So you might have your topics that you can talk about, two, three, maybe four, but not, not more than four or five, I would say. And then some suggested questions that they can ask you. Here's the idea. Promote yourself and make it easy for the host to have you as a guest. And then you want to include your contact information on recent podcasts that you've been a guest on. Now, I've been a guest on so many podcasts, I just put a link to a webpage where mm -hmm. I have all of my guesting experiences. Mm -hmm. so, so that's a one sheet. You can find templates uh, in my download. You can find templates online if you just search podcast one sheet yeah. templates or examples. Examples. 
Yeah, there's all kinds of different ways of presenting it, but it's much like if anybody is a speaker, it's much like a speaker one sheet. You know, you're going to be talking about your area of expertise, the titles of what you talk about. The titles might change, but you might be able to, how should I say, kind of wind around so that you're talking about the same thing with a different title. You know, you could talk about podcast guesting and that could be one title, but another title could be you know, the best marketing strategy to elevate your authority. Excellent. Yes. It's the same topic. It's just coming at it from a different way. Right. One that I've used is reach new audiences to grow your business. I love it. Good. I'm going to write that down. So anything else in this action plan? Yeah. So now we've been accepted. We're on the interview. We've prepared. We've done a great interview. And you want to build a relationship with the host. Mm. How do you do that? Send them a message. Thank you for having me on your show. I look forward to the show going public so I can promote it and put it on my social media accounts. Build a relationship. If you have a podcast, invite them on your podcast. That building the relationship phase can take many directions. It certainly can. It certainly can. And okay, so you're building a relationship. You're saying thank you. Is that the end of it? You know, follow up. So now with your call to action, obviously some folks are going to accept and say yes to your call to action. Of course, you want to follow up with them. That follow up and that's a whole nother discussion. Conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So I promote the episodes when I can. I share them on social media. I put it out in my newsletter. I add it to my list of guest appearances. Every once in a while, I'll touch back, get back to that episode, and it might be a few months later. Because I think that's something that as podcast hosts, we don't do enough of. We record all these podcast episodes, but we created some good stuff, you know, maybe 10 episodes ago, and we're not reusing it and we're not sort of bringing it to the forefront again to share. And I think that's something that as podcast hosts, we could do more of. Yes. From the guest perspective, I mean, I think I have two people that I have built really strong relationships with and that I've had them on multiple times. So if you're being a guest and you get asked back multiple times to a show, I think that really shows that you're doing a really good job of being a guest. That is a good job. Yes, you're definitely doing a good job. You know, and that brings up a good point. If you focus in on your niche, Let's say your niche is pet grooming for large, unruly dogs, a very specific niche. There you go. Yep. So if you get on podcasts in that niche, get on three, four, five, six, whatever you can in that niche, because guess who's listening to those podcasts? Owners of large, unruly dogs that shed a lot. Your ideal client. Right. And they're probably listening to not just one. Mm -hmm. Of those podcasts, but two, three, four, maybe even more. So if you appear on that podcast within that very specific niche, they're going to hear you once, twice, two times. They're going to start to see you as an expert. Yes. It's a lot more effective than going to the Air Pilots Association of New Hampshire (laughs) if you're talking about large, unruly, shedding dogs. 
It is. And I think, I mean, for me, I find that podcast guesting, being on other people's podcasts, I can really save time. You know, we're all busy going to a networking event, let's say a large, you know, networking event that's live and in person. So you spend time getting dressed. And for us women, we, you know, the makeup and the hair and, you know, get our nails done. And then we drive to the networking event. And then we might meet, might, you know, one person that's our ideal client, if we're lucky, and then we come home and then we follow up podcast guesting, you know, you're right there. You don't have to leave home. It's you're speaking to your target audience. I think it's an excellent way to really grow your visibility and your authority and your audience. Couldn't agree with you more. I love it. I love it. Joe, any last words here or, you know, something I know you're going to have that cheat sheet. We're going to put it in the show notes. So any last words? Yeah. You know, I would say just get started. If you get started today (laughs) in three months from today, you will have improved and you'll be better than you are today. If you wait three months to get started, you're still going to be at the beginning. I love it. Yeah. When was the best time to plant an oak tree? Like 20 years ago. Exactly. Exactly. So (laughs) just do it. And the second best time today. today. (laughs) <laughs> Good. Thank you so much, Joe, for being on the podcast. I love having you. And I think, you know, there's opportunities for us to talk about some other things at a later date. So friends, thanks for listening today to the Work Less Profit More Business podcast. If you have any thoughts or feedback, I'd love it if you would leave me a voice message. There's a link in the show notes. And of course, I always love to read your reviews and your ratings. Take care. And remember, until next week, you can do this. Bye for now.